Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers. This is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 294. I am your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. We have a very special artist coming for you on this episode of the podcast. His name is Jeremy. I was very, very impressed by just having the conversation with him, but also on top of that, he is a native artist, so I had to have him in. Uh, just from my own background, uh, being not only native, but also I like to think of myself as an artist. Sometimes I have some digital art that I like to do. So, it was very fun getting to know him and his process and just his journey what he's been able to accomplish not only in his art but also in his life so we hope that you enjoyed this episode and stick around and then afterwards go check out all of his links you will enjoy yourself on this search of his uh, gallery and what he's been able to uh, publish and put out there so go check it out and then after that you can go over to our website check out all the fantastic episodes that we have for you it's under finding ArizonaPodcast.com. If you want to send us a line over at FindingArizonaPodcast at gmail.com, we will set you up with an announcement. If you want to be on the show, we'll send you what the next steps are. Uh, if you would like to actually get to know the podcast a little bit better, there's two places for you guys to go. Uh, one is a newsletter that'll set you up with what's going on officially, you know, who's coming in the doors, what's going on in the community. Uh, and then if you want to go over to the personal side of our lives, you can go over to the blog where we tell you everything that we've been up to not only with our son but with our lives what's going on uh, behind the scenes of the podcast so go check it out that's the blog and then the newsletter and then if you have something that you want to just put out there we do have the community cork board so again send us a line at finding arizona podcast at gmail.com and we'll set you up with an announcement like the following individuals and events uh first up we are going to talk about christmas in july yes the historic downtown glendale event that happens uh i think this is their kind of 10th annual i want to say uh but again it is christmas in july taking place july 10th from 10 a.m to 5 p.m uh the uh historic downtown glendale will be putting up um, uh, special unique shops and eateries that you can go enjoy holiday themed activities uh stay cool by riding the free shuttle all downtown all around downtown and then you can do uh collecting school supplies for your students or your child that you have uh they also have all kinds of other event uh, other things and events going on so go check it out we hope it's a free uh event going on downtown in glendale again that's happening july 10th 10 a.m to 5 p.m and then because it is the july 4th weekend we figured it'd be a good time to let you know where you can find fireworks in your part of the neighborhood so i got a couple places for you guys uh i hope that you guys stick around if you want to fast forward go right ahead this might take a minute uh actually so let's start off with phoenix rising football club is actually putting on a fire fireworks taking place tonight saturday july 3rd and those are going to be taking place at 7 30. Uh, tickets range around 20 bucks so go check that out and then uh, over at the stadium at the arizona diamondback stadium they'll be taking place actually both days tonight saturday and then july 4th and those tickets start at 25 dollars if you want to be inside the stadium uh, and then i think i have one more for you let me see if i can find the one that's taking place in scottsdale on the july 4th at westworld they'll be taking place at 9 p.m those are 36 dollars for a vip package and then there's a 
other packages for uh, per car and uh, you will be checking out that over at the Westworld on Saturday or Sunday July 4th and that is at 9 p.m. Now there's other places like Gilbert and uh, the Glendale areas I encourage you guys to go check out your local area where you can find out what those times are I only wanted to give you guys just a handful of them we hope that you guys enjoy your July 4th weekend. We hope that you enjoy this episode. Jeremy, thank you so much for coming in, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jose. I'm your host. I will catch you on the next episode. Bye-bye, y'all. Let's just get started. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Finding Arizona podcast. I'm your host, Jose. As always, we bring in special guests. Uh, today, we have a very uh, very special artist. I like to always bring in um, natives from all around uh, just because I myself am one and I just like to spread the love. So I'm going to let Jeremy introduce himself. Go right ahead, Jeremy. Uh, hey, good evening, folks. Uh, my name is Jeremy Donovan Arviso, and I was born and raised here in Phoenix, and I've lived all over the valley, actually, from one side to the other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so give us a little bit of insight about your background and just kind of your heritage and how it led to you being an artist and just kind of how you're here. Oh, uh, I'm Dene, Hopi, Pima, and Tono Atom. Uh, those are all tribes uh, based here in Arizona. Yeah. Uh, the Navajo res goes into... Um, a couple other states too, uh, New Mexico and Utah as well. Mm -hmm. um, but I've lived most of my life in Arizona, uh, and I my childhood was spent in New Mexico, yeah, um, near the Four Corners, and uh, my adult life I spent in the Bay Area, uh, oh. in San Francisco. Nice. And um, so I've kind of gone between the Bay Area and, and uh, the Valley. Yeah. The last like ten years. Okay. Um, that's interesting. I've never met someone who's that close ties to the Bay Area, actually. And so this is going to be a first for me. My wife is actually from San Diego. And uh, so it's weird how we met. It was just like through work. But mm -hmm. like meeting her side of the family is so interesting because they're all uh, beach beachgoers. Mm -hmm. And like it's just a different mentality out there. <laughs> Definitely. The tribes out there are a lot uh, different, too. But it's it's funny, though, because... No matter where you go uh, on, you know, the, the United States and you run into reservation people, they still have that same, like, res, like, you know, like <laughs> mentality. And Demeanor, uh, slang, <laughs> just a little slang. bit of slang here yeah. and there. And it's just like overall, it's just like... The, it's universal for Yeah, sure. universal. Like, definitely going from different tribes to tribes, you can feel a little bit of love in each yeah, one. Yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty cool, especially the Cali tribes. You know, they're way different than... Yeah. Uh, the uh, tribes in Arizona, um, but yeah. you know we we all get along, and I met a lot of people and got to see a couple different reservations out nice. in the Bay Area. Very uh, nice. But yeah, it was, it was a really cool experience. So you are someone who right now I'm I'm really getting into your style and just kind of your uh, overall um, your work, just because we just met and uh, I'm getting to know some of. Uh, the natives here in the city and they do a lot of work together especially the design group um indigenous um 
collabs and digi design collab, and, and yeah. digitis yeah uh i just met them not too long ago and it's just so you know just getting into meeting different people and i had only met uh, I had met Jared Yazzie back in college, and so that was my entry into the world of, like, city natives, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, and really, it was one of those things that was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, there are very different mentalities or different groups, and this is just different for me so that I can help. I guess for me, it was just one of those things that was like, I want to get to know more just so that I have people here that I can embrace and kind of lean on and and also collaborate with um, on different things that I think would be really well versed and especially indigenous culture. What was your first meeting like with some uh, city natives or, you know, re you know, different like was that was it easy, easier for you to connect with some of the people that are usually here in the city or connection towards the res side? Um, to be honest, I work with both. Okay. Uh, the, in my profession, it, you know, you, and for as long as I've been doing what I've been doing, uh, you eventually be a, you know, you're able to work with both. Yeah. Uh, you kind of have to, uh, with the cultural aspects of, uh, you know, art and design, mm -hmm. uh, especially if you're working for a company like per se, I'm, I'm right now I'm working for, um, as a freelancer. I'm working on this video game. Yeah. It's a learning game. Nice. With this company based out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. They're called Seven Generation Games. Okay. And they hired me as a consultant for um, to design all their, uh, pretty much the whole game. Yeah. They gave me complete creative freedom, which has been amazing, mm -hmm. uh, but exhausting. Um, because I've got that creative freedom, I'm really going into the nitty gritty. Yeah. Uh, so what the game is, is it's a learning game of, to teach uh, children on the res, not just children, but, you know, adolescents, even adults, yeah. a lot of adults that, you know, could brush up on their math skills. But it's an app slash game that um, people will be able to play. Uh, and they're, the way that they're building it is that you won't need the Internet. Hmm. Um, it'll be something that can be downloaded and it doesn't okay. use a whole lot of memory. Yeah. But they're using the cult Navajo culture um, to teach math and using Navajo imagery, yeah. uh, history, and also um, parts of the language. Okay. So in that aspect, I'm working with people who are traditional because they want to get certain context of who of us as people mm -hmm. like as accurate as possible yeah but they also want it to be contemporary because it is 2021 yeah so we're not gonna focus on you know what you know colonize i mean colonization is going to be in there it's part yeah. of the history part of who we are uh residential school is going to be in there um you know world war ii the code talkers uh, the long walk. There's a lot of history involved, but you're also learning about that history and also learning math. Yeah. Okay. So the um, being able to work with other natives and the people that I work with are all in different cities. It's pretty cool. We just work through Zoom. Okay. Nice. Uh, Minneapolis, Seattle, Los Angeles, and Phoenix. Huh. So we all nice. meet twice a week and go over the work that I submit, <laughs> and uh, we just kind of like take notes and. Yeah. Um, you know, we figure out what we're going to do for the next week and sure. we'll be finished in, I think, two, three weeks. Nice. Three weeks, I think. Nice. All encompassing 
so I imagine there's a beginning and an end purpose to, besides just learning about math. Is there like a campaign or like is the overall like an end? This is like more of like a textbook where you flip through and exactly. do different sections. It's kind of like an app. Uh, it'll be, I would say, more app based where okay. you, um, you know, you pick kind of like pick your story. Gotcha. You know, pick way, your story. Which yeah. way you want to go. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so there's a lot. There's several vignettes of just, you know, scenes that you can go into. And, and there's it, within those scenes, there's different modules that you can go into. And, yeah. Uh, I design and, you know, every piece, like for instance, there's, um, a home site scene where gotcha. it's out in like you know we chose like monument valley-esque looking you know backdrop with like a yeah. hogan and like you know nice. a sheep corral that i i like design what the inside of a hogan looks like and uh, it's been really really fun uh challenging for sure and it's uh super time consuming for sure just i imagine be- just because uh for me i'm uh, my own worst critic so when I'm working gotcha. on something like this that's going to be used all over and whatnot, I want it to look very authentic mm-hmm. and uh, putting the time and effort into making it look the way I want it to look and then making sure it goes through all the channels of everyone, you know, giving it a thumbs up is really, you know, means yeah. a lot to me. So. Yeah, absolutely. Your experience through this seems like it's been just something of uh up and down, so to speak, and and just uh, I, I feel for you just because yeah, as designers, I feel like that's something that we all like. We want everyone to enjoy it and kind of feel like it's theirs, but at the same time, we're our hardest critic. We're just mm, like always uh-huh. trying. We're always pulling out our hair at the end of the day. <laughs> so it's so true, you know. The, the it's it's kind of like you're getting paid to do this, which is awesome. I'm yeah. able to you know um, take care of myself and whatnot, but uh, you know at the same time, it's kind of like this is my creation it's uh it's your baby yeah yeah you know and in a lot of ways it's uh it's almost like painting a mural you know it's For like sure. you're like you're being commissioned to paint a mural but with this one you're being commissioned to you know design a game yeah so it's uh i look at it the same way it's just different medium um i've been very fortunate enough to work you know on I can work on pretty much whatever anybody yeah. puts in front of me yeah so. absolutely and i think that's something that i really enjoyed your aspect about like being able to create um, with anything and basically everything. Um, I wanted to kind of get into that. Was like, that's something that you wanted to, that you chose from the get go being that you wanted to diversify yourself as much as possible. Or was that just something that just kind of happened stance? So you were just <laughs> into it and you were into everything. That's a really awesome question uh, because it's both. Hey, sure, <laughs> yeah, why not, yeah. right? <laughs> like, um, I never set out to do what I'm doing now, but in hindsight, I'm doing exactly what I wanted to do. You yeah. Know? And I just never thought it was possible, you know, like, like 20, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, I graduated 20 years ago from, uh, from college, and I just didn't think that I'd be, I would have done the things that I've done yeah. in those, uh, you know, in all that time. And it's pretty amazing, and I'm very grateful and fortunate uh, to have, you know, yeah. done some of the work that I've done in the past and traveled to the places that I have. And uh, I think, you know, growing up, my, you know, in, in the environment that I was growing up in, in my, you know, early, early youth, mm-hmm. like my formative years, was in New Mexico and my dad's side of the family. Yeah. Uh, they're all Navajo, and everyone just works. Yeah. You know, from sun up to sundown. Yeah. There's always something to do. 
um, and that it's just being around all that creativity, mm -hmm. you know, like they're always trying to figure out if something's broken, we got to figure it out, you know, yeah. like mechanical, electrical, you know, Everything. farming, like, it's just like, you know, you got to figure it out, you know? And so there's a lot of tinkering around. There's a lot of, <laughs> you know, inventing things and there's just, uh, you know, that, that native wit, you know, that in, yeah. indigenous, you know, like knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's kind of just instilled in me. And I've, you know, I've always loved that, uh, tinkering around kind of a thing and figuring it out on your own yeah and I've uh, just kind of taken that uh, you know with me throughout my career and it's I think a lot of artists that I've met uh, uh, that come from a background like that uh, have a very similar uh, you know story but it's a little different but, yeah um, it's just kind of something instilled in you um, just you know through your blood you know who, you, who we are as uh, indigenous people we're just kind of like uh, just like uh, my friend Brian Ski, he's, he designed a shirt that says "Indigenous by Design." You know, it's just <laughs> yeah. and it's so true. You know, just just being just us being alive is is uh, being creative and um, you, know, every, you know everything we do. You know, my mom tells me I'm like one day I was just having kind of a um, like a rough day. I couldn't things weren't going the way it was. You know, things just weren't going as planned. And yeah one snafu after the other and my mom called me and i'm just telling her what's going on she's like oh whatever she's like don't think about it too much she's like yeah. whatever you do is creative <laughs> she's, just, she's like you make going to the post office creative you know? and i'm just like oh i just started laughing i'm like oh thanks mom like and so when times like that happen there's always other work to do you know i think yeah. about you know like my, my grandma like there's other things to do, you know. Well, yeah. let's let's start, you know, uh, sending out, you know, writing out handwriting thank you cards uh, yeah, to for send sure. out to people that have bought stuff. You know, there's always something to do, you know, and for sure, it's not always creative, it's not always fun, but there's always something to do, and that's what yeah. really kind of uh, establishes the brands that I'm creating is focusing on uh, the brand mm -hmm. and uh, doing all that extra work that you know you really don't see behind the scenes you know mm -hmm. like instagram is a perfect example of how people just see the outside the most beautiful parts and the most you know creative parts mm -hmm. of, of of your process but they don't see the other stuff you know the struggle and all the the strife and like the you know the hair pulling yeah 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 you know we just present this the pretty stuff yeah you know? exactly so it's uh so i try to balance that and i i i do my best to try to show the the good and the bad you know mm -hmm. what it what it took to get here and for sure and uh you know and it's because it's real absolutely yeah i agree i i 100 agree there's a level of uh like for me too it's like there's a level of intimacy when you when you allow people in that far too because it's um it's it's very much like you're giving them a level of like you're allowed to see me at my weirdest or at my <laughs> at my most vulnerable because i'm trying to figure something out that i can't figure out i'm trying to uh throw paint at a wall and like make art and so it's just really um when people stare at you or over your shoulder that can be just 100% like the scariest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I just, I agree. I agree with you. And one of the other things I wanted to get into was, um, you know, I think the same mentality for us is like, I know for you, for my own sake, like I have this weird, like I have this weird uh, wall that stops me half the time that where I'm like, well, am I doing this? the right way am i include like am i making sure that this is culturally 
like, you know, appropriate? Is this um, going to help, you know, inspire someone? All of these things. And that's that wall that stops me. I wanted to ask you, when you reach that wall, you know, I know that you've done this more than once. Can you give us some advice to, like, help us get past that wall? Well, uh, I'm a... I was a vandal for most of my uh, my life, you know. I was a graffiti vandal, and I would probably write on the wall, <laughs> you know. Nice, nice. Yeah, I would just probably write on it, yeah. you know, and then climb over it and run away. There you, you know? go. Like, uh, kind of taking that mentality with me um, in a lot of my work. Uh, really try to outsmart whoever's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, my work is always kind of like, I feel it's a little bit, you know, a step or two, you know, a lot of people don't get it at first, you know, sometimes I've put things out that, you know, 10 years ago that people were just like, oh, when are you going to release that again? I go, dude, that was like a decade ago, you know, like, I'm not going to do that again, you know, you should have got it when it was out, but you didn't know anything, you know, like, and so I'm just, I'm doing, I'm always just doing new things because I'm, I'm always constantly thinking about, uh, you know, how am I going to shift someone's perspective or, you know, how am I going to... Uh, you know, create something that's, you know, going to make people think. Uh, yeah. And I, I really do pay attention to uh, what's relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a, there's, there's fine lines where, you know, that you should cross and, and don't cross, um, you know, but uh, I, I kind of just blur them, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't really, it's, it's re- especially in today, in today's day and age, it's really tough. You know, people are so sensitive nowadays, so you have to really watch, you know, um, you know, I can't stand that word politically correct. It's like something like some conservative uh, rich person must have came up with. I don't know. It just, does, I just <laughs> yeah. feel like it doesn't apply it doesn't, to my people. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't work for you. <laughs> yeah, PC, you know, yeah. whatever. I'm like, what the, what is that? <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. Like, not <laughs> even come into like the Native American mentality. Like, yeah, there's know. something about that word that when you deconstruct it, it's just like, yeah, it feels a little too white propaganda oh for sure <laughs> like, yeah, you know what i yeah. mean <laughs> i'm just like huh like okay dude whatever man like, um yeah i mean i just like it's one of those things where like everything that i've kind of learned especially being a city kid um you know there was that level of like well if i do native art like do i sell it do i keep it to myself because i feel like it should kind of keep it to myself how do you help native students or native artists who are just starting out who don't know if their things are going to sell or if they should sell? How do you help them? That's a really terrific question. Um, I was told years and years and years ago, like 25 years ago, uh, by an artist. And uh, he told me, like, I to- I asked him the same question. Yeah. And he said, just paint. He's like, just do whatever he's like because whatever you whatever you paint is going to be native art yeah he's like, no matter what you do yeah and he was he was a painter and a teach. i think he was a counselor yeah I love he was it. a counselor um and he worked this is when i was in college uh doing my understudy at uh, uh scottsdale community college okay I, that's where i enrolled and i started learning graphic design and uh i was taking life drawing uh, he was my counselor yeah and um, he really helped me find my path. Um, nice. But he's the one who told me, he's like, you know what, no matter what you paint, paint whatever you want, you know? Yeah. 
because I really liked his work and I yeah. was kind of emulating, you know, his style. And he's just like, he's like, don't copy. <laughs> he's like, you can copy. He's like, yeah. all you want, but you'll you'll never find, uh, you know, who, who you, you are, are. Yeah. you know. And so, like, explore. Do your. He's like, why don't you just keep, you know, you like the graffiti thing because yeah. that's what he always called it. He's like the graffiti thing. Yeah, the graffiti thing. Yeah, I love and, it. Uh, and I'm just like, well, I, you know, I'm, I, I'm trying, you know, to stay on this path, you know, because I, before going into college, you know. I was a high school dropout, um, and I was, you know, running around going to these warehouse, uh, underground warehouse raves in downtown <laughs> Phoenix, you know, in the mid to late 90s, just, you know, being a, a teenager, yeah. you know, a, a city kid, and, and me and my sister were both, and it was very rare when we'd run into another uh, native who were, you know, that were, were like us in, yeah. in this scene that we were in. Yeah. And then I was out, you know, uh, you know, after the rave, you know, we, I'd go into the train yard and I'd go paint trains and <laughs> nice. I, you know, I'd still be awake at like seven in the morning and we'd go have breakfast at the restaurant that my mom, uh, she was a waitress yeah. and she'd buy us breakfast Aww. and we'd, uh, you know, and then we'd go back to my apartment and we'd go to sleep, you know? <laughs> and so, I mean, I come from, you know, I came from that yeah. and, uh, and it was definitely taking me into the wrong direction of, uh, you know, just doing the things that, you know, were just so bad and just like not the kind of stuff that a 17, 8 year old, 18 year old uh, person should be doing. You know, I yeah. was involved in a lot of uh, illegal, you know, activity. And at the time it was it was really, you know, fun because I'm, you know, I'm 17, You're a teenager. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm just, you know, doing whatever I wanted pretty much. Yeah. And finally kind of snapped out of it and i went back and i went to the phoenix indian center to go get my ged and as soon as i was done with that i enrolled in scottsdale community college because some friends of mine were going there and yeah i had heard that they had a, a graphic design program nice okay so that's you know how i got into that whole uh you know school thing and that question you asked was you know my buddy uh, well he's a the counselor Robert McKinney, that was his name. <laughs> I was trying to remember his name this no, whole time. No yeah. worries, I got it. And uh, he was a counselor there at, at SCC, and he really kind of guided me. And Yeah, uh, that's awesome. I yeah. mean, to me, like, it seems like you live the, the <laughs> what I call the tagger's life. Like, you were just living that tagger's life, like the <laughs> artist, uh, the graffiti artist's uh, life. And, I mean people have such a negativity towards uh that stuff and it's just like i mean that culture is went underground for a period of time and actually it's kind of funny that you bring it up there was um there's now like a renaissance where they're starting to do murals all along you know the canal and and revitalizing by uh, doing the urban, the graf urban art yeah urban yeah. graffiti art yeah and um you know the I've met a couple, like some of those old school guys that like started off with like downtown graffiti and like doing that. So I don't know if you know, um, Jesse who does like, uh, he has that weird style of like really big eyes on his, I think there's one on seventh Avenue. And just when you get off on the I 10, it's, uh, when that says downtown, I think that was his uh, mural. Yeah. yeah I, I love just how bright his stuff is just like that level of i love bright colors and so whenever i see stuff like that like i just get really into it and so many 
artists now have transitioned into bigger mural art pieces. I feel like um, I know that you are someone who's very diversified and very, have you ever thought uh, or or thinking about doing um, a piece that you would leave a lasting like big mural piece in the future? I know you probably have done some. Yeah, I've actually done uh, a lot in my career. Uh, The first ones that I started doing that I was paid to do uh, were in San Francisco. Nice. Uh, They were massive. Sweet. Uh, The biggest ones that I've done and, uh, you know, uh, I was paid like, you know, back, this is probably like in 2000 and between the 2004 and 2007. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was getting like $8,000, you know, and like... um, nine thousand ten you know it was it was pretty cool you know at the time because i'm like in my 20s yeah and uh, i'm like learning how to do this on my own you know and that's how uh, i was able to travel to japan um you know all throughout europe spain italy nice um i went to japan twice and uh, i just kind of you know took my graffiti with me and going on all these trips i painted everywhere i went nice um and it was you know illegal but i was still painting and uh i kind of never really thought about uh you know the things that people are doing now you know because yeah. I, I was like i did that a long like a long time ago yeah but um i when when i seems like when i hit 30 and i moved back to arizona i had been gone for 10 years i didn't know anybody here it, huh. was, it was such a strange thing coming back in like my hometown and nobody knew who i was and <laughs> I, there was all these people that were yeah. from like the Midwest and like the East Coast and that that moved here and they were doing things and yeah. I'm just like who the hell are you you know like, <laughs> how are you gonna come to my city and like you know but it, you know the times had changed you yeah know? and they you know and you and that's the thing about a lot of uh, artists these days is you have to change with the times absolutely uh, or you will be left behind you know and that 100 that includes learning new techniques you know meeting new people uh, you know and and really opening up your mind and you know, checking your ego, you know, for yeah. uh, uh, being able to work with other people helps okay. too, you know, and and uh, it's, you know, a lot of people are getting paid a lot of money to do these murals, you know, and so there's like a, they're starting to compete, you know, with yeah. each other and there's, um, you know, there's that whole thing um, and then there's a lot of uh, infighting between art because, you know, the Phoenix art community even though Phoenix is a massive city, the valley, it's gigantic, yeah. but the art community is a very small one. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows each other. Yeah. You know, so and everyone's kind of trying to get the same, you know, you know, the same. You see them too, you know, when sometimes you end up working with those people yeah. uh, on projects or you collaborate with people on projects. Um, but it's a, it's a ever-changing scene, the mm-hmm. art scene uh, in, in Phoenix. And it took a while for me to kind of like latch on to it get back in it yeah really i had started off doing live art on on a stage uh in clubs um you know like for years you know just getting trying to get my name out there putting my name on flyers you know going out and painting wherever i could and it was it was really interesting that you know i'm like well here i am this person born and raised in phoenix and i can't even you know get a show get a foot in the door dude it was a trip i couldn't yeah it was uh it was very uh uh, humbling, um, you know, soul crushing and ego check, you know, I checked my ego. So yeah. I had to be very, very creative and I had to diversify my portfolio because, uh, sure. you know, there was just, I had to do other things yeah. uh, that included, 
uh, apparel design, which I've been doing for over 20 years as well. Yeah. And you just kind of be creative in different ways uh, to stay in the game, you know, and be relevant, you know. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that I've been uh, successful in the last, like, 25 years, 20 years is I've been, uh, you know, relevant within design and art. And, uh, you know, I'm really proud of that. Yeah, I'm, I very much agree with you. I mean, from the pieces that I've seen and just kind of just being around you in the first couple of weeks, getting to know you and um, just meeting you and, and meeting you at the at the Squash Blossom event um, down there and just kind of getting to know your pieces a little bit more. I just think that you have something creative, beautiful, uh, genuine, just like for me, it was fun to just kind of look at some of the pieces and just kind of get it. I was like, oh, like, like pointing at different things. One of the pieces like that's on your the sun forehead like I I, I want that as a tattoo uh, at one point like I still want it and I'm still like there's things like that where it's just like instantaneous like I can connect with because you do use some Hopi sim symbology and stuff like that oh and yeah I'm just I, like I, I brought you some uh, oh thanks some, man some stickers yeah oh man you didn't have to do that yeah yeah dude you're uh it's it's got that on there too oh, I appreciate it I dude, literally just... that's the one I was like when you put out the um the the picture for the uh, people of the sun on the hat yeah. dude I was like so many people are like dude how do I get one of these and I was yeah. like you got to check this guy out because it's so freaking cool. Yeah, they've been doing really well. I'm really yeah. psyched. I've, I've been a lifelong Suns fan. Uh, I'm not just like, you know, front running and trying to, you know, make money off of this whole wave. You know, anybody who thinks that, you know, is, can go, you know, do that to themselves. Yeah. You know, I've been with the Suns from the get go. I used to go right down the street from here. Uh, I went to, I've only went to two games though, but yeah. I went to two games at the Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Right? <sighs> Madhouse on McDowell. Nice. Uh, that was like in 1991. Yeah. You know, and I watched them go up and down. I've got, I've seen them. You know, I've been a lifelong fan. So yeah. For uh, for them to be where they're at right now, it's it's just bringing back those memories of the early 90s. You yeah. Know, what it was like to have the Suns be in the spotlight again. And the spe the special vibe. The that comes pride. Yeah. The know? pride. Like yeah. Like the city pride. You know, like the 602. You know, it's just like and it's, it's like, and it's now it's the valley. Now, yeah, you know? so that's 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 pretty cool. Before it was strictly a Phoenix thing, yep. you know. Like I, you know, and here's the thing too. I'm like, yesterday's game got like when you when you open up your phone and like all your friends and like your entire social media is just like mm -hmm. going off on like showing the the game, the play, um, just showing love to the Suns. It's a feel good feeling because it's like it's never ending because you're going through all of the people around you. Of course, they're they're in the valley and they're just like showing so much love and stuff like that. I just get real chills and, and a fun vibe from just like they're, the team's having fun. Everyone in the city's having fun. And it's it just feels like a good way to end a very bad period in time. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You know, like, uh, and it's great for the city, you know, and the state, you know, like yeah. just, just right now, like Arizona's coming out. We're one of the strongest states coming out economically mm -hmm. and uh, our tourism industry took a huge dive. Mm -hmm. uh, tourism is actually Arizona's number one export. Wow. I don't know if you knew that. No, yeah. I, um, I was um marketing director for the adventurous antelope canyon uh tour company yeah. up in uh lachii arizona right next to page and uh man they've they were doing amazing tours like I, every single day so i was like 
my wife and I want to go on an ant, like I want to take her to mm-hmm. Canyon de Chez and like all like all the spots like Monument Valley. I want to take her there because it's just like close to my res and mm-hmm. it's just like around the air around the corner. It's like literally like you throw a rock and you're pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just you know I whenever I see pictures and like people doing these tours, it's just like. Uh, it's just like makes me want to go back home it's just like you want to go and drive back up there and just kind of like see everything again yeah it's it's kind of like uh the people who live in those areas you know really take it for granted you know and it's kind of like being a new yorker and mm-hmm. like someone wanting to go to times square and you're just like nah <laughs> why would you want to go there man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then you know people who live in uh you know arizona they're like hey will you take us to you know canyon de Chez or yeah. you know they're just like, ah, oh, it's like a long drive. Yeah, you, know? like you really want to go? Yeah. <laughs> and then there's even people, uh, you know, who, like, I had a friend who, she was from Hard Rock, and she had never been to the Grand Canyon. Wow. And it was, like, literally, like, less than two hours away. I could not believe it. And I, I, took, <laughs> I took her there uh, with some friends of mine. That had... This is insulting. We're going now. <laughs> yeah. Get your coat. <laughs> My friends flew from Tokyo, Japan, to come stay with me for a week. Yeah. And well, I took them to the Grand Canyon, and that's when she told me. Uh, she's like, I've never been to the Grand Canyon. Nice. Are, you, are you serious? These guys came from Japan, and they're <laughs> nice. going to go see. And you lived here your whole life, and you've never gone. You know, there's a lot of that, too. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I've met a couple of people like that, and it's just like when they finally go, they're like, well worth it. <laughs> well, worth the, well worth the trip. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. The people that come to see the... The, the antelope canyons come from all over the world oh yeah and there's like waiting lists it sells out i mean absolutely it's, it's it's incredible though the place is uh you know it's mother earth and to be honest though i'm 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 very happy uh that the canyons got a break mm-hmm. um you know uh, i know that they've been inundated with millions of people for the last you know 20 years mm-hmm. and i know economically it hit uh, you know, the Diné people up there, you know, pretty bad, but you know, they're Diné, they can figure it out. They yeah. can, you know, they're strong. They'll, they'll hustle their way around it. But yeah. I do truly believe in my heart that the canyons really needed a break. Yeah. You know, in all honesty. And, uh, the, the lands, they even said that the first couple of uh, months of the pandemic, you know, like nature just got more beautiful, you know, the mm-hmm. air got cleaner and, yeah. you know, mother earth was really taking a rest from, you yeah. know, all these, you know, planes flying in the sky and whatnot. Yeah. But, that's the one thing I was noticing or just trying to comment on with a lot of the guests who were coming during the pandemic was like as hard as it is to hear a lot of the deaths and like families, people struggling and everyone struggling. I I took solace in the silver lining that, you know, there were reports of like underwater sea activity, you know, re resurgence because boats weren't, you know, climb you going there and here and, you know, traveling so far. Plane like birds, you know, thriving again because planes aren't flying over. Uh-huh. Um, you know, all of these little tidbits that you get in science just because humans aren't active or being active throughout the day twenty four seven. And you know, it's tough. It's tough to kind of like weigh those options. But it's like I took solace and the beauty of Mother Earth got a chance to rest and she got a chance to heal. And we can see that in just the physical elements of nature. Oh, yeah, it was it was all around uh, uh, everyone. And I mean, I think now it's still pretty 
you know, new, like Arizona, you go to any other place and it's not as open as us. Yeah. Um, you know, people from uh, other cities are like, wow, you guys are just wiling out. Yeah. You know, like, I keep hearing that comment from, <laughs> from friends on the East Coast. Like, you guys are just letting it fly, aren't, yeah, aren't you? Like, yeah, yep, we're like, just letting it fly. <laughs> it's, it's pretty, um, it's incredible though, you know, like the, the, the way we bounce back, you know, and, uh, I think people from Arizona, especially Phoenix, you know, got to be a little bit more tough than the rest of the country just because of the summers here. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you were born and raised here, you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, people that come here from, you know, the coasts or the Midwest, they dip out, uh, you know, after school's out mm-hmm. or, you know, or if they got a summer home somewhere or an RV, they just take off. Yep. People that are born, bred and raised here and they stay here know that it's going to be a rough five to six months, you yep. know, the economy kind of goes down a little bit. And yep. You, things slow down a bit and like if you're a real true hustler you know and if you're a real uh you know you know how to make it in phoenix and you know you it'll test you you know yeah. and there's to be a a, t- a t-shirt that uh a friend of mine's company made called i think it's called black eyed saint but it, it said uh, phoenix ain't easy <laughs> and it was so true you know it's yeah, not it's very not um I like to kind of get into just a little bit of the everyday uh, minutia of like what you do and kind of like how you uh, take care of business on a, on a day-to-day basis. Uh, can you give us a little bit of like a breakdown of your week? And then is there anything that you like to keep in your day-to-day stuff? Like, you know, I know you like riding bikes. Do you like to do that on a daily basis, work out, anything like that that you like to keep your mind sure. right yeah yeah i'll give you kind of like a um how a basic uh typical day for sure. me starts usually around 5 30 uh, okay between 5 30 and 6 um i usually wake up before my alarm goes off nice um so i get up first thing i do is uh, put on water uh to boil uh, i used to drink coffee i'd recently quit uh it's my it's been over four weeks now. It started giving me a really bad anxiety. So uh, now it's now it's green tea or black tea. Okay, uh, I like nice. Earl Grey. Nice. So I put up, put the uh, the kettle on uh, for tea. Uh, I turn on um, my stereo, and I just flip it straight to K-Bach, which is eighty nine point five classical. Nice. Um, and I light my either cedar or sage, depending on you know what I'm feeling like that day. Sure. Uh, say my prayers. Um, go around the house. And then after that's done, usually the water's ready to go, get my tea going, and then let it steep. And then I just start, you know, going through emails, starting to kind of like, you know, if the dishes aren't done, I'll tidy up the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, I'm in the kitchen a lot, in my room. Okay. Uh, you know, I go back and forth a yeah. lot. I work at home. Okay. So I have, uh, you know, my office is set up, uh, my studio is set up in there. Uh, so for the first, that first hour, I'm kind of just, you know, listening to the news, uh, I'll, I'll switch back from KBOC to uh, NPR. Okay. Listen to the news, and then I'll be scrolling through uh, emails or um, checking on orders, mm-hmm. uh, kind of doing that kind of stuff, you yeah. know, which would back in the day be like reading the paper. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, my tea's ready by then. I flip on um, my computer, and then, you know, it just literally starts like that. That is a, and then it just goes from there to, um, you know, I work. And then I take a break, uh, you know, stretch out. Mm. Uh, that's one day will be like that uh, until some, I have appointments, Zoom call, um, yeah. uh, you know, therapy. Uh, and then other days it'll be I wake up at 530, 6, you know, get ready, drink my tea, 
get on my bike and just take off. Okay. Yeah, either, I'll either go to Paestiba Peak or I'll ride to um, Echo Canyon, okay. which is uh, Camelback. Yeah. And I live in uh, like Camelback East, Arcadia Light area, so okay. I live right between both of those mountains yeah. on Indian School. Equal distance? or Just about. Nice. I'm, I'm closer to uh, Camelback, though. Okay. Um, so I run, I ride over there, either one of them, and then I hike up to the top and nice. then hike back down right back home. Now, I want to say, like, it's like, how do you do that with the bike? Of course, you just lock it up. I was just about to ask you that. And I was like, no, he locks it up right at the bottom. It will hikes up. I'm like, how yeah. do you do that with the bike? But like, I'm thinking to myself, you're taking the bike with you as you're hiking up by Asta. I'm like, I'm like, no, he's not. He's parking it down to lock it. Yeah, up. there's there's locking, uh, you know, there's, there's a, bikes racks. Yeah, and there's stuff bike like racks to lock up. And I see this. It's pretty it's pretty cool because um, when I first started, um, you know, it was it used to take me a long time, you know, now I can get up there fairly quick. Nice. And now I feel like I'm a part of this community now. I see the same people, yeah. you know, hiking. And uh, it's cool, you know, you nod at each other, hey, good yeah. morning, you know. And I see these old guys, uh, and it's mostly at Paestu, there's a couple of older guys. Yeah. Um, one guy is a Mexican guy. He might be, he's either, he's Latinx. I'm not sure if he's Mexican or if he could be, like, from Latin America yeah. or South America. Okay. I can't tell. Uh, and I don't want to assume, but yeah. he's 86. Nice. And he uses two sticks. You know, then there's this older Caucasian man who hikes with him sometimes. Yeah. Uh, in the winter, I'd wake up um, and it was freezing, you know, so I'd be, you know, bundled up. Yeah. And the, I, those guys would be up there before me, you know, <laughs> like they'd, have their, they'd have their helmets on with their lights and like, and I'm just like, man, gents, look at you guys, you know, and I'm just like, I, I just pray that I can be doing that when, you know, I'm yeah. their age, you know. Still, still got that same mentality, like I got to get up yeah. before my alarm, get in there. It's pretty awesome to see, you yeah. know. And At I, that age too? Yeah. yeah. And then I seen this man, I've seen him a few times um, hiking up, he's got one leg. Whoa, nice. Yeah, you know, he's got, you know, and I'm just like, so, you know, anybody who's, uh, you know, procrastinating about doing it should just do it. You yeah, know, struggle, like everything like you've learned, and it seems like from from just an outsider looking in, it's just like, just just go with the flow and do do you. Like, that's a lot of what you've had in your life is just that same uh, mentality or people telling you that. Just do you and everything will just be fine. That's a really good way uh, in, you know, in theory, that's how you would want it to work, but it yeah. doesn't always work like yeah, that. Exactly. You know? uh, so like when I come back, I'll, you know, do yoga, you know, then I'll shower and I'll eat. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll get back into doing what I was, you know, my, I tried, I started to block time, block my days into working on specific different, uh, parts of my business. You mm -hmm. know, am I going to be doing the laser engraving today? If I'm going to be doing that, then I'm going to, get the file set up so that I can send it to the laser because it's going to take three hours. Yeah. I want to be working on something while that's going. Yeah. Do I need to cut decals in the vinyl, de you know, cutter? I'll set that up. So I'll, sometimes I'll have the laser going, the vinyl cutter, and yeah. I'll be working. Yeah. You know, nice. uh, other days I'll be, um, you know, at a site doing, you know, uh, measuring things out, you know, well, how, yeah. where's it going to go? How's it going to go? You know, it's, or I'll be in a zoom call, you know, yeah. or I'll be in front of my computer all day, you know? And, um, do you uh, use any programs besides your software that you use for designing to help you with keep it all organized or even your financials? I, tr let's see the, 
I've got a couple that my friend tried to get me to use, but I'm so old school that that's totally fine. Yeah, it's, you're, you're uh, a pencil and paper. Yeah, <laughs> more of a pencil and paper kind it's of totally person fine. because uh, I, it, what I've been really utilizing though is my iPhone and just you know, you know speaking into it and my beautiful uh, my iWatch. I got um, the Apple Watch for my uh, was it Christmas or my birthday? I think it was my birthday okay. last year. Yeah. And it's a game changer. Oh, yeah. Oh, my Especially God. Especially for a guy like you who rides his bike. Well, that too, but the reminders, you know. Oh, yeah, the reminders. And, and, the, yeah, timer, yeah. and the timer, <laughs> like, yep. uh, you know, I mean, it's 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 been such a useful tool and syncing it with my, my phone and my my um, my laptop or yeah. the iPad. Yeah. They're all, you know. They In can sync. All, yeah, yeah, and it's, it's pretty, you know, those are the main pieces of you know scheduling for technology that yeah. i use is the uh the built-in reminders and the calendars yeah. and um like and you Apple being products. able to speak here and then it sync to your mm -hmm. phone or your computer is just yep. like it's completely amazing and i'm i've been using apple products for 20 years so nice. you know it's i know a lot of people um you know are don't. you using um do you mind if i ask you do you use illustrator and Photoshop? oh yeah okay the, those are the main but for design, I use primarily Illustrator, Photoshop, and InDesign nice. uh, yeah. for for print, print, yep. and um, also for web-based graphics. Uh, if I'm going to work in uh, video editing, I'll use Premiere Pro, mm -hmm. which I've been getting a lot better at using. Uh, Same for, here for editing. <laughs> still um, learning, still learning on my end too. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a, a trial and error kind of thing, and uh, yeah. I you know when I've got some time to watch tutorials, you know I'll, I'll go through them, and um, you you a lot of this stuff is self-taught because uh, trying to find time to uh, learn a new skill. Uh, in between everything else that I've got going on, you know, you got to make time. Yeah. Um, so a lot of my days are spent <clears throat> with the pandemic. I, I really got ahead in uh, a lot of things. You know, I didn't, I wasn't going anywhere. I wasn't, you know, doing anything but yeah. working on everything that I'm doing now. Yeah. So I feel like I'm starting to reap the benefits of things that I was doing last summer. Sure. Yeah. And I'll be reaping the benefits of what I'm doing now, you know, probably this fall or winter. Nice. Um, and so now I'm starting to think in terms of, uh, you know, what am I going to, what I'm working on now is going to be, you know, hitting like in a couple months or it yeah. could be a couple weeks or yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. You know, yeah. It just depends. It just know, depends. I, Everything, <laughs> every day is a different day. I, I, I just really, I'm like. I want to hit these points is just because I really do um, anticipate a lot of native youth and other artists who are into your stuff or just fans of yours that mm -hmm. really want to know these types of little details. Because I know for me, if like uh, I have my favorite like studio and, mm -hmm. and graphic artists that I that I follow and they've started teaching classes and, and things. So I've started getting into like watching their YouTube tutorials and watching their other uh, programs that they kind of like put out as content um, just because I'm a fan and I really do enjoy what they teach and how they go about their graphic art. And I just was like blown away at the level of like how different artists do certain aspects. And so I know from fans out there, people who are interested in you, would probably want to know those little things. Like I think, uh, especially like your morning routine, like I think that's something that a lot of people are like, I should probably take a moment and just like take that in and, you know, try and make my mornings a little bit more like quieter, gentler, just ease my mornings. 
You know what? It really helps. Uh, like I've actually made a video. Nice. It's, uh, it's on my Instagram TV channel. Uh, it's called The Process. Okay. And you can actually... I, it took me all day to make. Sweet. Well, just to shoot. Yeah. You know, just to shoot it, it took all day. Yeah. And then it took a, a, maybe like a week, uh, a week, maybe two weeks to to edit yeah you know chop it up and figure out cut things out you know and yeah and you can actually see exactly what the process of how you know what i do in a day you know and it's it's uh it's pretty fun you know like uh i I needed to do that for myself but also to show everyone else what exactly goes into a day so if you want to check out um at my igtv channels i've got several um i got one like where i'm in the studio i've got one um where i'm uh cooking sweet know? yeah nice um, uh, you can watch me cook a whole meal from i didn't even know you were like for... you cook and like you're you're into <laughs> I, lo- cooking? I, I love cooking i love awesome. i love food and uh i was a uh, type 2 diabetic oh um no longer i congratulations oh uh, thank you um one of the things that i had to do was com- change my diet completely yeah and um i used to be a very bad alcoholic um it's you know i'm not ashamed of that and i'm not uh, embarrassed of it either uh you know i i lived my life like that for a long half of my life mm-hmm. uh and it's something that will always be a part of me but i made the decision to quit uh over 16 months ago nice and so i've been clean and sober from drugs and alcohol f- uh for you know over 16 months i think that deserves an applause man because oh, like really it, it, it's a hard it's not easy it's really not it's it's um just from like talking to other individuals too and like their experiences it's it's a it's a definitely life-changing it's a lifestyle change it's it's a hard decision for some because you know it, some people get to a point where it's like it's hard to switch yeah especially when you're 40 you know like i i was uh Sitting in, you know, I got incarcerated, uh, you know, right before COVID-19, right when COVID-19 was happening. Um, I, um, you know, had done something stupid, you know, driving yeah. while I was uh, intoxicated and I got caught, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was the second one and they're like, you got to go to prison. Yeah. You know, it's another, there's no way around it. And I'm just like, all right, man. Well, Tough. let's 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 do this. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. I want to get this done with and over behind me as soon as possible. You yeah. know, and so I kept working. I kept uh, living my life. You know, like like as normal as. But knowing that there that day was gonna come. Yep. You know, and I picked a day. I'm like, yep. okay, I'll go in this day. And um, I just remember as I was getting up to that day, how horrible my health was. You know, I was. Type 2 diabetic, I was taking like three different medications for that. Um, I had hypertension, high blood pressure. I was taking two medications for that. Yeah. I had high cholesterol. I was taking medication for that. Jeez. And um, I was like malnourished because I wasn't eating right. Yeah. I was like, I had to take all these vitamins because I wasn't getting vitamins. Uh, my diet was horrible. Dang. I was just, um, you know, I was a mess, you yeah. know? And I made a decision right before I went in that I was, I was done. You know, I'm like, well, I'm going in and... When I come out, I'm not going to, you know, do any of this anymore, you know, and I just stuck to that when I, you know, went through, uh, you know, state custody and, uh, you know, I met some, some people in there that, you know, really helped me get my physical back into shape, you know, and my mental as well, you know, just being, 
you know, sticking to my goals, sticking to my plan, and just yeah. really honing in on my skills that I completely neglected. Now I started drawing again. Literally went back to the basics, man. Yeah. Like drawing with a pencil, you know, in, 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 in <laughs> yeah. a cell, like a golf pencil, yep. you know, in a cell, yep. you know, like on a little, on a piece of paper that, you know, I mean, it was, you know, literally going back and starting all over again. And so... Um, Baby steps. Yeah. And the 21st of this month uh, was the day that I got released a year ago. Wow congratulations so, first thanks first. man and like honestly that was it makes me happy that you are where you are today because of everything that you've been through but also just for someone who enjoys your art and enjoys what you have your abilities like you remind me of a lot like, you remind me of a lot of my cousin who's still incarcerated right now and he's um he's he's back to his basics too like he made he made my son and sent it to us um uh a, a little name tag thing that like real beautiful piece of art that like in incarcerated and i don't like i don't know how he did it but it's just like it's beautiful he he did it all himself and he sent it to it i was just like dude i don't know how you do this but it's great stuff and it also reminds me it's like there's life after being down you know at rock bottom if if you want it to you yeah. know um so there's some very intelligent smart uh talented people mm -hmm. um sitting in 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 prison right now mm -hmm. and it's all because uh of a you know a very uh you know uh bad choice mm -hmm. a decision that they had made <clears throat> that got them there you know yep. and um, there's nothing that they can do about it except sit there and think about what they did and uh, wait, you know, all you have is time, you know, and yep. what you do with that time is up to you. Yep. And that applies out here, too. Yeah. Uh, in the real world. Yeah. You know, everyone has a chance to seize the day and, you know, make the most of that day. I don't like to waste any time anymore. Um, I'm very, you know, about my, you know, my business, about yeah. my work. And um, I just don't have time to waste anymore. I'm you know? not, absolutely. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. So 100%. I'm not, I'd rather not even go anywhere or do anything yeah. if I'm not going to accomplish anything, you know? So exactly. The few times that I've gone out uh, in the last year and a half, you know, it has to be something very important. Like, yeah, yeah. Or special, special you know, yeah. and, and the times that I have gone, they were, yeah. so it was really, it meant a lot. But other than that, I'm, you know, I'm focused. I, I I can see it. And I want to thank you for coming into our studio and just giving us your time because I oh, know dude. I understand how important it is to you. Secondly, I just want to end this conversation by saying gangster move, just saying no, like just going in, going cold turkey after that, like saying as you were going, I'm going to go cold turkey and not do anything after this gangster move, like real, real <laughs> Thanks, gangster man. move. I appreciate it. Uh, I don't have to take any of that medicine anymore. It's um, wonderful. I'm no longer diabetic. I don't have uh, hyper, you know, blood pressure. I don't, you know, I'm probably, I am actually the most fit that I've been since I was like 27. Dude, you rolled up here on a bicycle, like <laughs> after riding, like I would imagine 10 plus miles. Like yeah. it's like, yeah, you, you seem pretty fit. And I oh. really do. Like, honestly, I have no doubt, like the mental that you're at and the physicality that you're at, you're good. You're like. I really do think that you're in a good place and uh, Thanks, reaching man. the end here. 
I want to kick it off to you to let everyone know where they can find you online and everything, your social media. Uh, go ahead and kick it off. Oh, sure. Yeah, no doubt. Um, my website is www.rvso78.com. And it's an online portfolio and a gallery. I've got a lot of paintings uh, uploaded. Uh, I've got design that I've done, uh, apparel design. I've got um, a store. Yep. Uh, where you can purchase goods. I've got apparel, jewelry, um, baseball caps. <laughs> Everything uh, under the sun. Yeah, you can look at uh, my past shows where I've worked. Um, and I've, I got a little story in there. There's videos. Uh, there's links to my social media. My Instagram is at RVSO78. Um, the same handle also applies uh, to um, uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, um, Facebook is, uh, it's my name, Jeremy Arviso, J-E-R-E-M-Y dot A-R-V-I-S-O. Uh, I've got my brand, The Original Landlords. Uh, that's on Instagram as well. It's at The Original Landlords. And then I've got another brand that I'm still working on. Uh, it's in its infancy, Ooh. and it's called Just Cute Brand, and it's uh, <laughs> it's a brand for uh, for kids and their parents. And, oh my uh, god, I'm gonna I'm seriously gonna buy something because my brother has wanted something like that for, and you know we've wanted one for our kids because that's something that like it's a wrestling <laughs> just cute. Yeah, I actually bought the I bought it, and uh, it, I know I bought it like last year. And yeah. it was just an idea, and. I made it happen and it's nice. still kind of, you know, I'm still working on it. And Beautiful. It, it, I've just gotten, I've had so many other things that I'm working on, but it, it's coming. Trust me. Any and, baby and kids thing is right up my alley. Yeah. It's just new parent mode right now. And I'm putting him in anything. Like yeah, he's, he's my little very mini. soon. I've got some, some cool stuff I'm dropping this summer. So awesome. I can't wait. I, I'm very excited for you. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank Jeremy for coming in before we go. Ladies and gentlemen, you can hear every episode of our podcast at finding podcast.com. All of our social media handles is under finding arizona podcast tell us who you want in next ladies and gentlemen i will make it happen uh and with that we say good night to all of you streaming lords out there everyone watching on the streams and then everyone listening to the podcast officially on the interwebs thank you for listening thank you jeremy for coming in through our Thanks, doors man. yeah i really appreciate that it was a awesome discussion uh and thank you for inviting me absolutely and with that we say good night to all of you watching and good night to all of you listening peace out y'all Oh, that was dope, dude. Yeah. Right on, man. I was, yeah. I was digging it, man. We-